people. Welcome to Side Character Quest. We are on part two of Alton's finale. So if you haven't listened to part one, uh, go back one episode. If you haven't listened to, you know, the big, the rest of Alton's arc, then go back a bunch of episodes. And if you haven't listened to any of the show before, I mean, this is one of the worst spots that you could start so you know maybe not this episode but but surely though another episode probably a good idea all right let's get into the show okay now that all the new listeners are gone quick recap alton zigged the golem zagged he made it through the locked doors down a hallway and then out into a massive, massive cavern with an unknown underground city. He has gone down to the city streets and is looking around. All right, let's get back to the show. So you um, you sneak forward towards the street corner where you saw some movement and you see um Three forms. Uh, two of them appear to be talking. One of them appears uh, to be pushing a cart, or not appears, is pushing a cart uh, from one building to another. Uh, and but one thing stands out among all of them. Uh, one is that you don't actually hear any voices. And two, uh, in the soft blue light, you can clearly see the white of their completely exposed skulls. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as you said I was going down, like underground a little bit, I was like, man, it's going to be the skeleton place or something similar. Uh, okay. Cool. Cool. I'm assi- like, I mean, I'll keep doing stuff if you keep letting me, but I didn't know if that was where you wanted to dramatically end it. No, I mean, so... Uh, I at this point, we are totally off the rails. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm just going to let you do stuff until you get yourself Die? killed or decide to leave. <laughs> like, I, I, I really had no plans at this point. Um, OK, so. Me, Mallory, mm-hmm. the side character guest. Has knowledge of these skeletons a little bit mm-hmm. from previous arcs. Alton is probably not down with this, did not know it existed, has probably never seen a moving skeleton before. No, definitely not. Yeah, this is this is not common magic. Yeah, I imagine this is not a place he would dilly dally in for long. So I'm going to start just sneaking back the way I came. Um from where I am, can I see the location of this giant golem monster? Um, so you uh, you turn around and you see that this golem monster is uh, standing at the uh, at the end of that hallway on the balcony and just sort of like looking over the space. Um, mm, so so yes, you can you can see where it is. Uh, you have to sort of position yourself on a, a street that lines up with it. But yes, you can see where it is. Okay. And it's just chilling on this balcony. It's just chilling on this balcony. Keeping, keeping a lookout. Uh, yep. Great. Um, I am going to 
it worried me when you said get yourself killed. <laughs> <laughs> I was just being overly o- ominous. I don't I don't expect you to die this game. I mean, okay, you, good. I won't stop you, but like I no, don't expect you I don't, to. I don't want to die. Uh-huh. I um <laughs> I at least have to go and save work from his terrible situation. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to panic about these skeletons and okay so there are buildings and shit right yeah there's lots of buildings this seems like it's a pretty sprawling city uh you probably aren't entirely sure how big but it would probably be pretty clear that it's at least the size of Cirque okay so it's it's as at least as big as the biggest city you know wow churches are sketchy (laughs) (laughs) hiding all kinds of stuff um, okay. Yep. So I'm going to start making my way quietly and slowly back towards the balcony. Just keeping my eye on this monster statue. I forgot what the word was. Gollum. Mm-hmm. And seeing what it does, but more concerned at the moment about the skeleton monsters around me. Gotcha. All right. So I'm going to say this thing is, is trying to perceive you. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, it, it has dark vision, so it is not going to be affected by the fact that there's very low light right now. Uh, I'm going to have it roll a perception check, and you can contest it with your, with a stealth check. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to say it also has disadvantage because you're, like, far away from it, and you're in between a bunch of streets and stuff. So it does have disadvantage. Okay. That was still not great. Eleven. Yeah, you managed to. Oh, boy. If I had not given you that pers- uh, that uh, disadvantage or it that disadvantage. Yikes. Yeah, it got a seven. Uh, so it has not spotted you as you you make your way closer to to it. Um, so are you just going to try to go back up that that same ramp? Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Hmm. This is what I'm going to do. I feel like. OK, go for it. So how far away? At like the bottom of the ramp that I came up, mm-hmm. how far away is the bottom of the other ramp? Um, yeah, because there was a ramp coming off either side. Uh, so my my math is probably a little a little wonky on this because I'm not sure how the the idea here is that it would be very this ramp is um gentle enough that you could drive like a cart up it or something without too much trouble. So I'm gonna say pretty far. Uh, maybe let's just say, let's say, just say a a, hundred feet. Okay, cool. And how high up is the balcony? Um, probably about 30 feet. Okay. I am going and (laughs) I feel like I have all these ideas that are just going to go horribly wrong. You can uh, you can roll things to to try to figure out things. Yeah, I know, Ty. Mm-hmm. I just never know what to roll. Um, can I roll an insight? Maybe check on this gargoyle to see is it looking for me specifically, or is it just looking for any kind of movement? Or oh. like, how smart is it? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll an insight check. Uh, not great. 
14. Um, I will tell you, it, it, it appears to be looking over a pretty wide area, but it appears to be watching. Like it, it appears to uh, like start to be starting to focus closer to where it is um, as if it is. It is more concerned with things that are close to it than things that are far away. So like if it thinks that you have run off, it does not care. OK, so th- this this might be a little bit of uh, a little bit of metagaming, but it, it it's not going to leave its post. That's the impression you get with a 14. OK, like it is not it is not concerned with pursuing you. OK. If it saw me, would it pursue me or it's just trying to keep me from that door? Um, that would definitely that be much? that would definitely be me telling you more than I, okay. I feel like I should. OK, that's fine. I, I see. I imagine like regardless of what what is factually accurate, I imagine that having taken like 12 damage from this thing, I don't think Alton would be willing to take that risk. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I don't want to be in skeleton land. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Alton doesn't know anything about magic. He's probably wondering how long it like he has to stay under this blue light before he's a skeleton. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. This is fine. I I have tools. I have things. Let's see. Like, surely with a burglar's pack, I can cause a damn distraction. Please cut all this silence out while I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. Oh, good. Because my original thought was to make some kind of distraction using fire, because I have all this oil. That's... But not if it's not, idea. if it's probably not, like if it's, I, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. <laughs> do something convoluted. So okay. the best plans, the best, the best plans are way too complicated. So I have a hooded lantern. Yeah. With hooded lanterns, is it reasonable to think that I could make a shadow on a wall? Probably. Okay. I am going to use my daggers to cut out of my cloak a little halfling. (laughs) Obviously not perfect, but a little hooded figure. I'm going to light my hooded lantern. And get, fu- you know, like yeah, shadow, yeah, yeah. Puppet shadow away puppets onto the nearest, like the building that's near the ramp that I went down. Huh. OK. So like, OK, so to paint a picture, I am trying to stand as far like. The wall that the balcony is on. Yeah, I am up against it yeah. as far like because I, I feel like does the ramp kind of curve down? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It curves down along okay. the wall. So I'm trying to stay. Close to the wall. So, like, if it looked down, it could see me probably, like, directly Mm -hmm. down. Yeah. But, like, if it was looking out more, it probably wouldn't see me, you know, kind of like that. I can see what you're saying. Make a a shadow on the wall. How's how's try one go? Uh, Okay, I'm going to have you do two things for me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Because, like, the way you're painting this, I think that it would definitely see that. Okay. So, I'm going to have you roll a... um, I'm going to have you roll a pretty easy performance check. 
DC okay. 10 to see how convincing of a halfling thing you, you make. Um, and then I'm going to have you roll a deception check. That's going to be uh, contested against this thing's wisdom. Um, that's going to be, well, I guess just contested against this thing's wisdom. Okay, um, cool. So yeah. Yeah, the first one was an 11, so I'm glad it was a DC Oof. 10. Ooh, boy. Just okay. Deception should hopefully be better. This thing does not have great wisdom, so this is just a golem. I rolled a one just so the listeners. I, <laughs> How do you I, do this? I don't know. But the second roll, do you want to know what the second roll, Ty? What? The, the first roll was a one. Uh-huh. The second roll was a 20. Wow. Either so good or so bad. That's the only way I can play D&D. Yeah, this thing got a 15, which I'm glad you got that 20. Was that a, it's wait, a crit, a crit 20. 20? A crit 20. A crit 20. 20. All right. It's well, the best shadow puppet that's ever been made and this thing is real dumb and was has been completely fooled by you um it uh it sees you uh, or it sees this this form walking um along the oh my gosh i'm just gonna give this to you uh it sees it sees this uh form walking so you're 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 next to the you're you're like underneath this balcony essentially and you're projecting it onto a building that is like off a ways Yes. Uh, down the ramp. Um, so it sees that and you hear like thud, thud, thud as it like moves across the balcony sort of towards the edge. And then uh, you hear a crack just of, of like rock breaking. And then you 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 hear nothing for a moment. And then a massive, just a massive, like explosive thud on the ground, maybe 10 feet to your left as the stone golem has like accidentally tumbled off of the edge of this balcony and hit the ground right next to you, uh, not looking towards you and, and is starting to get back to its feet. Oh God. Uh, (laughs) it is, it is prone right now. Okay. It's not looking my way and it's prone. Yes. I'm climbing up this wall. I have second story work. Climbing does not cost extra movement, and I can do a running jump that is increased by my dexterity. That is so awesome. Okay, cool. I'm climbing uh, up the balcony. Uh, so you you climb up this balcony um, pretty pretty deftly, pretty easily. As you like, look down. This um, golem has just like pulses of uh, blue light um, emanating from its torso out to its limbs as it like tries to every movement as it tries to right itself. But uh, you pretty, um, pretty deftly uh, get up to the edge. You can see where this thing's feet kicked through the short guard wall that was uh, supposed to keep people from falling off. But I guess it was just too dumb to realize what was happening. And uh, you have found yourself um, up on the balcony. Are you just going to to head the heck out of here? Yeah, I'm running. All right. Yeah. So, OK, uh, you you. uh you make your way down this um, hallway back into the Hall of the Forgotten, which is still still super dark. Uh, you have your hooded lantern out um, and are lighting your way with that. That might have been what you used last game. I don't know. Um, I don't know because I probably forgot that I had it. Because okay. the only reason I realized that I had it is because I was trying frantically to think if I could build a bomb with what I had in uh, my burglars or my thieves' tools. And that nice. seemed like something that would cause more trouble than necessary 
Yeah. Um, so you uh, you rush out of this um, or rush through the shelves, uh, through the, the shelves in this dark um, storage space. You uh, make your way through the workspace and then into the lobby, the lobby of the uh, the main building. Um, and uh, and what do you do at this point? I imagine by the time I get to the lobby, I have slowed okay. to working on sneak again. So is anyone in the lobby? Nope, it is still empty. Okay, I'm going to look. It has a, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It has what? I was just going to say it has um, those two windows yeah. out into the okay. courtyard. Yeah, I did remember that. I was going to look to see out the windows if I could see any people walking around. Okay. Um, at this point, it is uh, considerably later than when you entered. It's probably at least been an hour or so. So it is it is dead of night. Um, you don't see anyone uh, immediately. But uh, roll me a perception check uh, to see if there's if there's anything else you notice out of the ordinary. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, so you do uh, you see um, that there are some uh, lights on from some of the other buildings. Uh, there's nobody walking around, as far as you can tell, in the um, courtyard space. Uh, but but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty empty, pretty dead out there. Uh, but not as dead as the place you just were. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. So how? Okay. So this whole place was surrounded i just i just learned that i had second story work right now nice um how tall was the wall to the this uh to the congress monastery yeah. um probably about like to get back out into the city how tall is that wall yeah it, it's it's not taller than two stories okay so cool yeah i mean the the balcony i think i said was two stories tall so okay it would it would be the same about distance the same. yeah cool i'm gonna um Bail out that way. Bail out. I'm going to put my hood on in case anyone happens to be looking and they'll just see a random hooded figure climbing the wall and not. Mm-hmm. I, it's dark. Fuck it. I'm still putting my hood up and climbing the wall out of here. All right. Cool. Um, so you you hop over the wall, uh, make your way, make your way out and roll me a uh, stealth check real quick. Oh, no. Ooh, 19. 19. Can add a lot to stealth. Thank God. And also roll me a perception. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, no, you have a passive perception of 15. I'll just give you this. Yes. You scale up this wall, um, sort of sneak over off the other side. You you see a few people um, standing, walking along the roadway, um, maybe leaving church after some late night prayers or something like that. Um, but it is more or less, more or less abandoned. Um, as you scurry down um, in the shadows, in the darkness, uh, you spot a dwarven form waiting uh, near a tree that you had you had spoken of with uh, with work as a meeting place just him just him okay cool i go over there work notices you walking towards him and he uh jumps upright um he looks like he was maybe about to doze off uh, alton how'd you do i wasn't expecting to see you uh, come out okay are you doing all right uh, then he sees like a big bruise on uh, on your face from when you gotten smacked by it. Oh, oh, no. Uh, how, how do you feel? Not not great. Work. Uh, what did you find? There's there's some wild shit down there. And I feel like it's information that should not be shared with your not friends. <laughs> Okay, 
but uh, he he has the uh, sort of worried look on his face. Isn't it just some gold or some like what what's what could the church be holding on to that we can't that is any worse than anything else she knows? Grisalda knows a city full of actual monsters. Uh, he looks has like a look of confusion and like, Can, hey, sm- hey, a slight smile as he's not not getting the joke. Um, is it possible for skeletons to be alive? Uh, when you say that, he has a look on his face uh, of of horror. Uh, as he realizes that you are not joking, necromancy is a real thing, but I did not know that. I are you saying that the church is that the monastery is practicing necromancy? I don't know if they're practicing it, but they're definitely keeping it hidden if it's not them. There's a whole city as big as Cirque. Like I I guess I could assume that it's full of skeletons. I saw 3. <laughs> I Oh, uh he looks very very concerned. I the idea of of Hosalda finding information about how to do about necromancy and that I don't know that I can I don't know that I can I don't know that I can live with myself to share that sort of dangerous information with someone like her. Don't worry. I have a plan. <laughs> and I can't tie real quick. Yeah. Out of game. I can't remember. I stole something from the Hall of Oh, things. what it was? I can't remember what it was. Because I know I stole something for just me, but... Oh, it was a book. It was a book. It was a book. It was yeah. a book. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. I have a plan. <laughs> and I pull out this book. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... How knowledgeable is Hosalda about arcane stuff? Can you convince her that this is what they were hiding? And I give her, give him this, this old magically looking book. <laughs> that is so smart. <laughs> I, uh, he, he takes it from your hands and uh, looks over it. I think this will do. This is, this is ancient. I, this is ref- He starts flipping through it and he, he says, this is referencing gods that I've never heard of. I don't, I'm sure Hosalda won't have, won't know of them either. Rituals and certainly, I sh- it'll at least buy us some time. Sounds like something a church would try to hide. Ex- exactly. I think this could buy us enough time to find find some some way to get away from this. All of your life, the circle has sat ancient and impenetrable, just north of your city, Cirque. Never would you have guessed that a way in was known, and never would you have thought such a massive secret could be kept, would be kept. But now, that's not what's important. What's important is keeping yourself and your friends old and new safe. So, until next time, this has been Side Character Quest. Thanks, Mallory. Yay! I love it. I'm so happy I didn't die. 
Oh man, I was really uh, actually let's let's end there. Um, so this has been a side character quest. Um, if you've been enjoying the show, uh, please you know rate and review on iTunes and things like that. I feel like I haven't said that that much in, during the course of this show, so I'm just gonna do it. Hey, do that, please. It, I'd really appreciate it. Um, and uh, send us emails at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com in, um, in one of the previous uh, episodes, uh, Eli said podcast at gmail.com so guess what? I signed up for that email address as well, so I didn't have to edit it. Uh, and uh, send, us, send us tweets and all that stuff. You know, we we enjoy you guys. Send Ty a bunch of emails about how much you love Alton and need another character or another arc with Alton because I want to come back and I hate making characters. I have <laughs> ideas for Yay. how. I mean, obviously, like, like I think we've set this up pretty well that that we could very easily have a return for Alton. Um, all right, folks, uh, have a great time. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. This is going to get cut and put in the bloopers. Maybe, gosh, I really hope that my mic isn't picking up that uh, garbage truck. Um, if it makes, if it helps, so I can hear it on okay, let's, my let's, headphones if you want to wait. Yeah, let's wait for a moment. Okay. All right, I'm going to take the opportunity to use the restroom. Okay. All right. It's so loud. It's, yeah, it's pretty loud. It's crazy. Please cut this out. You always okay. say that you're going to cut things out and then you don't. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, I I had expected this to go very differently. Um <laughs> I for some reason I'd convinced like my worry was that you were going to try to fight the golem head on and it was going to like fucking kill you. <laughs> for um, sure. Yeah. Um because I made it I made it way weaker. Like I, I took it from 178 hit points to 100. I, uh, I did a bunch of stuff. Um, so here, like ways that I had, I had conceived of you, like going in there. Time um, out. Huh? Do we want to go ahead and stop the recordings and stuff, or do uh, we want to keep going? Let, let's keep it going. Okay. Um, uh, just just in case, like I feel like last time we kept talking, like there was there was something that afterwards we were like, shit, that should have been. Okay, for cool. The bloopers. Um, so yeah, ways that I, I anticipated this this going, um, or, or things that I had in mind. One, the obvious one I think was to leave the the room you're in, go find Wark, and like come back and just try to fight the thing 
two two on one instead of one on one. Um, he he had some some cool magical stuff that would work pretty well. Um, one of the things that I I I changed about the stone golem is that apparently like piercing, bludgeoning, and slashing attacks against a normal stone golem are like it is immune to those because it's made of rock. But I had two I, daggers. Uh, so so normally they're immune to um magical resistance versions of that. So I, I took away that immunity because I was like, you're just going to be completely screwed if you fight it one on one. So I took that away. But um, but another thing that I gave it was uh, which which I was just waiting for you to like roll a perception check or an investigation on the, the golem, like while you were, you know, in its in its presence on that specifically. Um, but it had uh, every time it moved a pulse of blue blue light uh, ran down these like angular lines covering its body. Um, and those the light was all emanating from a crystal in its back. And so if you had removed that crystal. It would have like deactivated. OK, so that was an, another way. Um, another thing was uh, the room is the, the room that you were in was like full of various artifacts. And I thought it was possible you might like look around and try to find something that you could potentially use. And so I would have done some like random item generation. Yeah, Um, that was my first thought was to look around and see what I could find, because I imagine there would be some kind of magical stuff that would help me. But a mm -hmm. Alton doesn't know anything about he wouldn't know how to use it if he found it. Yeah. And B, I was like, if I do this, the thing is going to get a full turn on me instead of just an opportunity attack. Very it fair. probably attacks twice. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle two hits. I, I one thing that I, I thought was like pretty, pretty likely as the sort of thing that like I wouldn't have wanted you to do. But like. But but, you know, plans not not knowing how they were going to play out. I thought it was very possible that you would like go into the shadows real quick away from this thing and then knock down a bunch of shelves to try to distract it <laughs> and then and then like tr- then try to slip past it. Um, so I was, I was expecting something like that. Um, also, uh, earlier in the game, I thought it was possible that you would find one of the monks and try to like convince them to to take you in either through like threat or which I didn't really expect threatening um, threat or uh, bribing or trickery or something like that. Hmm. Um so, you know, lot, lots of different different options on there. Um, just a uh, straightforward run. That's what just I decided a straightforward to run. <laughs> that was what I was like, what I was like, I, I can I can put in lots of like little difficulties and stuff to extend it. But instead, it was like straightforward run. And I was like, well, fuck, <laughs> I can't really do anything here. Um, uh, so you you were originally planning on it ending with me getting to this walled city or this city. Yeah. In the dome. So this was the original, um, the original narration. Uh, and I'm just going to read it straight, uh, even if there's something that I would have changed, you know, in the moment. Stepping through the gate, there is a short hallway, maybe 20 to 40 feet long. Uh, the gate being like the doorway that you okay. were ge- that was locked. At the end, you feel the air open up as if you've just entered a much larger space. You find yourself on a balcony with a short wall on the edge. There's a soft glow of blue light filling the space, but it takes your, a minute for your eyes to adjust. But it takes a minute for your eyes to adjust. As they do, you find yourself looking over what appears to be a sprawling city set into the ground and protected by a massive dome. 
All of your life, the circle has sat, ancient and impenetrable, just north of your city, Cirque. Never would you have guessed that a way in was known. Never would you have thought such a massive secret could be kept, would be kept. You move forward to the ed- you move forward to the edge of the balcony and look over the short wall. And you see that this city is not dead. You see people walking from building to building, some pushing carts, a few appear to be talking to one another, one another, um, a few talking to one another on a street corner. But one thing unites them. In the pale blue light, not much brighter than a waning moon, you can clearly see their skulls gleaming. This city is not dead, but it is undead. And that's how I planned on ending it. Um, which, but I, I think that this actually works a little bit better because what I wanted to do a like post-show thing where I asked you what you were planning on doing immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that this works better as like we have we have set up that you are planning on on sneaking away with uh, with work and, and Danny or, or like doing something to deal with Basalda. Right. Um, which I think is better. Um, so I think this is actually like worked out for the best. Yay! Uh, it's just it's also I was con- worried that I broke the podcast. No, it's I think like what kills me is like this is one of the first times that I've ever like I every time I decide I'm actually going to write narration, it like, does not work out. <laughs> um uh oh oh uh so here's something. Um the golem is roughly eight feet. Uh, making it much bigger than you. It is unarmed, but it doesn't look like it needs weapons. With every movement, a pulse of blue light streaks across its body, following angular inscriptions. Uh, and yeah, that was that was what what that was gonna say. Um, uh, and I was also sorry, I info. didn't get to either of those. Oh man, I had so much stuff. I'm looking at all that. I wrote a lot. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, the door. Most of it's not like particularly. Uh, most of it's more notes than actual like narration. Um, the doors are built into a six foot tall archway in a thick stone wall. The wall and doors are fairly utilitarian with no uh, decoration or engravings, but the lock is remarkably ornate. The many engravings hide the rune that protects the lock from uh, magical spells that might open it. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I think I think this worked out pretty well. Um, oh, man. I'm excited. All right, I'm going to turn off the recording unless you have oh, something wait. else before. Yes, you turn off the recording. I did just now sitting here realize that I left the door guarding a city full of skeletons unlocked and open <laughs> and just wide fucking open. Yeah, as I sprinted through. But I guess if I had relocked it back. And people came and were just like, where's the golem? How's the door still locked? It'd be pretty obvious that it was me that did it. Yeah. Uh, so so See, this tell- just makes me look like a shitty locksmith. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can handle that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's so. Oh, so this is an interesting, th- interesting thought. Um, so what it'll look like this. This just occurred to me. Um, the golem. I said punched the door yes. open behind you. So it'll look like the golem malfunctioned and yes. busted the door instead of you unlocking it. All a part of the plan. That actually works out pretty well for you. Uh <laughs> for keeping your your um what's the word? Uh reputation. Reputation uh well taken care of. Um the golem is also gonna be like just fucking missing unless it like <laughs> I mean, it could just return to its post um, because it's not like it was dead. It was just prone. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it, it's very possible that it'll it'll come back to where it was. Um, but yeah, yeah, dog. Do you have any you have any questions about any of the characters or, or any other things that I had planned? Um. Oh, I do have another question. Um. Because Eli pointed this out and I forgot because I know you told me at some point that Lord Cedric, mm-hmm. which is who I talked to at the party, right? Yes. Is somehow related to Roderick. Yes. He is the grandfather of Roderick. And he's just the priest of darkness. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when uh, you said that, so like, because I know little about the gods of the world other than what you've discussed with me and like what happened in Eli's arc, but it just didn't really occur to me until Eli and I were listening to it together when he was like, he's the priest of darkness. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, I guess that's what Knox is. So you can, you can choose whether to share this with Eli. Um, <laughs> but my, my understanding of, of how I, how I, how I treat that or how I treat religion in this world is there, there is a expectation and the Congress Monastery is sort of like set up to maintain this. There is an expectation that all gods, uh, whether or not they deserve worship, they demand worship okay. um, in this world. All gods are like they either they either deserve worship or they demand it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so there is an expectation that like that knocks. Um, like. If no one worshipped him, if no one did his rituals and stuff, he would not be happy and he would make bad things happen. Um, And or or bad people would take advantage of the the absence and they would start worshipping him. And if they could be like if there wasn't a already like a primary priest of Knox, then somebody real shitty would start doing it and gain his favor. And they don't want that to happen. So uh, the priests of Lumen have taken a responsibility onto themselves that um, once a new head priest of Lumen is in place, once one of them has been trained up to take that role, uh, the current head priest of Lumen will retire and retire from that role and will worship Knox um, so that no one else has to. Huh. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, so because th- their their thought process is Knox is so terrible that we don't want to put anyone else in that position. Uh, so that means that um, so Lord Cedric uh, expects that at some point Lord Frederick will take up over his role. And Lord Frederick expects that at some point uh, Lord, um, currently Sir Roderick will take on the role of uh, High Priest of Lumen and then will eventually take on the role of High Priest of Knox. Rip. Yep. Um, which is also why they they sort of expect. I don't know if Eli's ever if Eli's told you anything about the family dynamics that he has planned for, for or that he had planned uh, for them. But uh, there was an expectation that like Roderick would would have a child and would train that child to take over that role as well. Um, but that has not happened. So. All right. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious because, like I said, it's not like when you said that, I was like, oh, cool, just one of the gods. But mm-hmm. Eli was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he messaged me and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, man, uh, 
so yeah you can decide whether whether or not to share that with eli um <laughs> but uh but yeah yeah that's that situation nice. um so that's the gist of that stuff anything else um not at the moment i'll probably okay. think of stuff and message you about it cool 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 um okay this now is kind of sad huh now i'm kind of sad oh that 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 this that is the, the end the story arc is over oh yeah um I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you a few a few other bits of trivia that I, I don't okay. think that came up. Um, so uh, Wark, uh, he referenced um, having his uh, career stolen away from him by um, like he had his finger, one of his fingers cut off, and he also had mm-hmm. his career stolen uh, by Hosalda. Um, he pre prior to all of this was uh, known as like one of the best uh, fiddlers um, in the area. He was uh, he's still fairly good, but he is like not nearly as good as he was when he had more fingers. And um, he was one of the fiddle players in the band uh, at the gala. Um, So he was he was there during that time period. Um, uh, Not any there are based off of uh, Ty and Autumn, uh, me and my twin (laughs) sister. Uh, So not as opposed to Ty. Um, or you know, not you tie a knot. Um, then and hiver means winter in uh in French. So like, yeah. Um, and I tried to describe their body types as being fairly similar to ours. So like, you know, she's pretty tall, uh, but a little bit um like more sturdily built than me. I'm very tall and thin. Uh, and then I I was like, yeah. So despite the fact that one's green and one's white, um, they have very similar like horns and they, they look pretty similar. So that was supposed to be like family resemblance. Um, so they are twins. That's adorable. Please include yeah. that in the bloopers. I will include it's not a blooper, but it's just interesting information. All right, we'll do. I'm going to stop recording yes. now because it's getting kind of long. Yeah.